Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Occasionalists. Matt Pagel here, returning to your airwaves after a long hiatus. And, uh, oh, if you only knew, a long night in recording this. Oh, boy. Uh, technology, it's fabulous. But anyway, uh, The Occasionalists are back. We are back on schedule. Um, you know, July's always our, um, July's become our, our official month off where we try to give you some evergreen content, re-record stuff beforehand, put it together, so you so there is no uh, gap in content. However, this year's been a little bit different. Um, obviously, not having a co-host for this season um, has put a cramp in my style just a little bit, but, you know, not a big deal. Um, however, it does make planning certain things a little bit more difficult, especially when you're tr- trying to pull off some more elaborate stuff. So we couldn't, um, so wasn't able to, um, to get you... Um, you know, some evergreen content for this, for our summer break this time around. Um, <clears throat> and on, add, to add on top of that, um, the, uh, the hand that feeds me, um, has kept me very, very busy the past several weeks. Um, usually this is kind of our quiet, uh, a little bit of our quiet season at work, if you will. It usually comes more towards the end of the year, uh, where we get into the crunch, but uh, this year, we've had some new developments with my job, and I've just been kept very, very busy. And in fact, this past week has been uh, just an absolute, past really two weeks, it's been a horror show. Um, but finally, able to kind of come up and, and get some air now. Um, so, you know, we'll be able to be able to get to the show, we'll be able to get the show back on track. Unfortunately, we had a big gap that wasn't really, uh, didn't really account for necessarily, but again... Things are about to get rolling. We're going to get back to it. Um, I'm going to make some adjustments to the the schedule. You know what we're looking at doing, but um, but generally speaking, we're going to be kind of going along the same route that we had planned uh, in December. Now, I will say this: I do want to come and give. I do want to give um, uh, my my uh, my. Uh, I don't know what what, I'm, what the term I'm actually looking for. I guess this is half plug, half just hey, go check out my friend's stuff because it's awesome. Um, so I did have the chance, however, um, to hop on another podcast. Uh, a friend of mine for a long, long time, uh, Derek, he has a podcast called Monsters Among Us. Uh, this is a paranormal podcast, so if you're into the world of cryptids and aliens and um, you know stuff like creepy encounters and things like that, this is like your go-to, um, and this is seriously one of the biggest podcasts in this particular realm of entertainment uh monsters among us is really great uh it gives you the i really like it because it gives you the the old vibes of like the um coast to coast am kind of call-in show type of vibes in fact it is uh real stories of people or should say real experiences uh that people call in with they've had um and, and you know paranormal encounters that people have had uh and they call in and and recount their stories for derek and it's a it's a pretty awesome podcast. So I I had the fortune the good fortune to be interviewed for the podcast, and it was um, sort of a um, sort of an end cap to one of the first. I was actually on one of the first episodes. Excuse me, sharing one of my paranormal experiences with Derek, and it was from my childhood. And it was one of the really one of the very I think it was like the third episode uh, that uh, Monsters Among Us never posted and um i shared uh, my paranormal experience from when i was a kid and uh unbeknownst to me uh, for a while there I, I 
I was it, I wasn't like a regular uh, checking into this podcast necessarily, but unbeknownst to me, um, more people had had this experience than really than anyone had ever expected uh, suspected. Even Derek had never heard of this before. Um, I, I'm trying not to step all over the the episode that I did, so you know, go check it out if you want the specifics of what I'm talking about. But my experience wasn't like an alien experience or like a Bigfoot experience or. You know something, something that people have, um, you know, something that, that more people have, like you know, alien encounters happen all over the world to all sorts of people. There are Bigfoot sightings literally in every single state in the United States and like every single country in the world, pretty much. Um, this was something very different, and it kind of spawned this very interesting sort of phenomenon in this community. Um, and it was very, very interesting to to go back and, and hear all the episodes of people that had a very similar experience to mine. And then uh, I did an interview with Derek and, you know, we just talked about uh, what I remember, got into more details, um, got to some, uh, got to some uh, listener questions. So it was a really cool experience. Really happy I did it. So for sure, please go check out Monsters Among Us. Uh, check out the, the, the Patreon Monsters. Uh, I think it's Monsters Among Us Beyond, I believe is the name of the Patreon. Um, it is truly your one-stop shop for all things paranormal, um, and also some really good merch. Like, definitely, I have I have a few things from uh, I have a few things from Monsters Among Us. Uh, very, very good merch too. So check out check out that podcast for sure. Uh, so, like I said in the in the interim, I was besides besides that, um, I was just been very very busy with work, so I haven't had a chance to uh, maintain my own podcast. And, uh, but like I said, now we're getting back to it. Now, originally this particular month was going to be called uh, first and last in which, uh, in which we were going to look at the first and last films for various directors. I think if I'm, if I remember the exact details correctly, I think there was going to be sort of a preference for, there was going to be sort of, it was going to be weighted towards, uh, filmmakers who are, who are dead. Um, obviously they haven't made films in quite a, you know, they are unable to make films. Um, and, and it, you do have like their more full body of work. Whereas there are some, there are some directors who maybe have gone years or like a long period without making films, but aren't necessarily done with filmmaking. You know, maybe they're unofficially retired or maybe they just work on a slow schedule. Like someone like, uh, Terrence Malick, you know, worked on a worked on a very slow schedule. I can't think of any other examples right now. Uh, Tarantino is a good example, actually. I you know we don't supposedly Tarantino might be done making films, or there's like one more, um, you know, there's one more coming, but we just don't know for sure. Um, I, I would assume there's there's going to be more than one uh, film that the that Tarantino does before he calls it quits. But you never know. Um, so that was going to be the original concept for this month, uh, and and also like. It, it, well, instead we are going to be pivoting. Since last year we covered the 1980s, I think we should kind of get it slightly ahead of the curve here and talk about the 1990s, and that's what we're going to be doing this month. Um, in particular, we're going to be covering the th- the three pillars of my life in the 1990s, and um, and then we're going to be we have various guests that we're going to go over this stuff with. Um, so part of the change is simply because I think. I think this is a little bit of an easier pivot for me, considering um, I don't have a, a whole lot of time. Like I said, I'm literally just finally getting a chance to breathe at work. Um, so I think this is makes it a little bit easier, something something a little bit lighter to talk about. Um, but also, I think that the way that we were going to set up the first and last month, 
that's sort of like, you know, I think that would work better with having one single person to do this with, to do that sort of concept with. So I do want to keep this concept probably for next year at some point in time. Um, you know, who knows which month. But it does feel like it's the kind of concept that works better um, with, it works better with like one, you know, having the same two people go over the, go, go over various filmmakers. Um, I don't know, it just keeps continuity and it kind of keeps the, the, um, keeps that sort of continuity and, and the conversation kind of in the same realm, if that makes any sense. Whereas I think we can go ahead and do this 1990s episode and kind of bounce around with different people and it won't really harm any, any kind of, it, there is no necessary, there isn't necessarily any kind of particular continuity that we want to follow since we're be covering three different topics of the 1990s. And I'll go over those right now real quick. Uh, the first one that we're going to cover, and spoiler alert for, I don't know how the sausage is made, I guess. The um, the first episode's already in the can. Um, but we're going to be talking about video games uh, with Greg Cherry. And talk about the sitcoms with Rob Nugent. And then we're going to be talking about angsty teen music with a undetermined guest, though I have some ideas as to who I want on that episode. So the idea here is these were like the three of the real critical pillars for me in, in terms of like my pop culture and entertainment life at this point in time. Video games, first and foremost, sitcoms right after that. Um, and then the, of course, the angsty teen music. I think that was obviously any everyone, but something that I think is worth going back and talking about. So the way that we're going to do this isn't necessarily, um, we're not just going like to list our favorites and, hey, remember how great that show was? Remember how great that video game was? I mean, that's that's obvious. That's a part of the discussion. But what we're going to talk about is why these things were so important to us, right? Like, um, you know, just as to, to use the video games one, like I said, we've already recorded it, so I can kind of use that as like a, a little bit of a foundation here for like, you know, for to explain this. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So like, you know, we Greg and I talk about like why we became, why we're gamers and like why what kind of, you know, what were the, some, some of the, the reasons that we got into video games as kids and, you know, how has that relationship with video games grown or shrunk or changed or whatever over the years? And, you know, also some of the things that we noticed and how our enjoyment changed, you know, from, from then to now, what, or what has, what has not changed in our enjoyment from then to now. Um, and we do some of the listicle stuff, obviously, like our favorite games, um, you know, some of the uh, we get into some of the details about like how we play video games and stuff like that. So there are going to be some details like that, but it is going to be kind of more bigger stuff. Like you know, just thinking of the sitcom episode. You know, right now as I'm kind of get you know prepping for that one, just thinking about how thinking about how sitcoms maybe what was funny back then maybe isn't so funny now, or things that were or things that like, we missed at that point in time that are funny to us as, as adults. Like those kind of things are the, are the things that we're going to be getting into with each and every one of these, uh, these particular episodes. Um, so it should be, it's, I mean, like I said, I've already got one episode down and it was a lot of fun. I think the sitcom episode is going to be great. Um, like I said, uh, our, our buddy Nuge is hopping back on and we've already been texting back and forth about it. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be quite hilarious. And uh, like I said, still, Still, one still have to determine who is coming on for the angsty teen music episode, but I'm sure that'll be a good one too. Now, one of the things 
one of the, the the big difference, I guess, will be between the the 1980s episodes and the 1990s episodes. I, I, we're not going to get into some detail about a lot of the other cultural stuff going on. We're not going to get into the fashion stuff that we got into in the 1980s episode. Um, you know, we kind of we kind of set the stage for like a lot of the not just the pop culture, but the societal stuff that was happening. Um, you know, like the breakup of the USSR. Um, you know, the the way the way the United States hit its most capitalistic stride in the 1980s, things like that. We're just going to leave off the table for the 1990s. I don't think they're really that important for this particular, the way that we're approaching these episodes. I just don't think it's that important. Um, but, you know, there are, I, I, but I think it is worth mentioning right here that there are some of those, some of those signs and things that we kind of picked up on in the 1980s episodes are present here already as, as I, you know, just going through and, and getting the prep work done for these 1990s episodes. One of the things that we talked about, you know, is how 1980s fashion kind of made a, a pretty big comeback, um, it, you know, and, and, and early, you know, about like, I guess now like seven, eight years ago, we were kind of seeing certain night styles from the 1980s come back. And that's really kind of your first, fashion's really your first harbinger of, of uh, I guess, a recycle in, in pop culture. That's like your first sign that a particular period is coming back. And, you know, we, we may mention that like it's, one of those things that um, every thirty years or so in in modern pop culture, I guess you could at least say, in the uh, in the later half of the twentieth century, stuff just sort of cycles about every twenty five to thirty years. Stuff comes back around, and we're at that twenty five to thirty year mark now for the nineteen nineties, where things are in fact coming back around. Um, and I think if if I'm remembering the nineteen eighties episode correctly. We did make mention that like fashion's first because fashion's much more pliable and moves more moves quickly. Music's the next thing because you know again you can people can cut produce songs and beats and lyrics and things, and you know those are a little bit more pliable. Um, maybe not as pliable as fashion, which can be changed literally almost instantly. Um, but music would be kind of the next the next um, sort of sign that a certain a certain era is coming back and. If you are like me, who's someone who's into hip hop, someone who's into still into metal and hard rock, that sound, those sounds from the '90s have been resurfacing more frequently. Um, the next thing would be television, simply because now we're getting into a medium that takes a little bit longer to produce. Right? Some of these episodes of TV, or excuse me, some of these seasons of TV, especially the you know some of the streaming service shows, those things take you know you know, four to six months to film, then another four to six months to edit. So you're talking about like it takes about a year. Each each show is about a year behind, essentially, um, the pop culture trends. You, sometimes even more, depending on what the what type of show it is. And then obviously movies are last. They're the most complex things to get into place. Simply, you know, simply putting together, uh, you know, simply getting a, a, a working script, a director, and just like the beginnings of like a production team and cast. Sometimes that part takes eight months before we've even before they've even gotten down to a single table read a single any blocking even like the most simple of the simplest of scenes so movies always move the slowest they're usually you know two to three years at least behind certain pop culture trends so like for example um the 1980s kind of revival was already happening but i think it was it what really got it noticed was when Stranger Things kind of took over in the summer of, I believe it was like 2018. And that was sort of like, sort of like, I guess like the crest of the first wave 
um, essentially, you know, but it had, it had already been cresting before that with various other TV shows, um, various other musicians kind of sampling uh, 80s sounds. And then obviously before that, 1980s fashion had kind of already had already made a comeback several years prior. So we are, like I said, we are seeing the same thing right now. Um, the thing that sort of, you know, like right now, I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't think this necessarily deserves that much of a, of a, of a note, of like an investigation, I guess. Um, especially thinking about the fashion stuff, because here's, here's my brief summary of fashion in the 1990s. Everything was big, chunky, loose, and we all looked like shit. Um, seriously. Like, obviously certain people look great in anything, whatever, but 1990s fashion really sucked. I think it was, I definitely think it was a direct response to the 1980s in which people were much more image conscious health conscious you know we call it the decade of decadence for a reason and part of that decadence was like really looking good and whether or not you're into 80s fashion at all is like beyond the point it, the point is that 80s fashion was geared towards making people look really good whereas we fast forward to the 90s and everyone looks unshowered greasy and disgusting and that's what the 90s was. Everyone look as ugly as fucking possible. Um, so we don't really need to cover that. But but the 90s style that the big chunk... I mean, who has been who has been out with... You know, if you've been out to a bar recently that's had some young people at it, I'm sure you've seen 22, 23, 24-year-old women wearing mom jeans. Um, I You know, it, like people my age and a little bit older... We are very familiar with the with that style of jeans that our parents were wearing in the 1990s. Uh, you've probably seen people wearing these gigantic chunky shoes, right? Like a, a huge callback to gigantic chunky shoes, sneakers and things. We covered that in the sneakers episode. These big gigantic chunky shoes that just popped up in the 1990s, they are coming back again. Um, apparently everyone wants to look like shit uh, again, but whatever. So... This stuff is already happening, but I don't think we don't have the sort of signal that that single crest of the first wave, we'll call it, like we had with Stranger Things. That sign isn't here yet. Um, there obviously have been some TV shows in recent years. Um, like I think Fresh Off the Boat takes place in the 90s. Um, a show I really like, Pen15, takes place in the 90s. I know there's other ones that I, I aren't coming to mind right now, but we haven't had like that breakthrough pop culture moment yet. Uh, be it be it a movie, be it a TV show. I think it'll be a TV show first. Again, just because of the <clears throat> excuse me, just because of the speed that the mediums work at, we haven't had that TV show yet that has that has kind of taken everything by storm. That is, you know, very, that not just is a '90s revival, which is something that I'm sure we'll cover in the sitcom episode. Um, not just a '90s revival. We need a show that takes place in the '90s. Um, and is all about the 90s in every way, shape, or form to kind of break through in the same way that Stranger Things did. And that will be your first signal that the 1990s are back hardcore and they're going to be here for a few more years. Um, so that moment hasn't happened yet. But it will. I promise you it will. So I guess that's just like the quick... Yeah, that's just like the quickest recap. I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something. Like I said, I had some odd technical difficulties tonight, so I'm sure... This is the second time I've recorded this, so I'm sure uh, I'm missing something right now. But uh, that's that's what we're going to be doing. So first episode will be up next week. Video games with Greg Cherry. It was a great discussion, great episode. Go check it out. 
Uh, following week, we'll have sitcoms with Rob Nugent. And then the last week, we'll have our angsty teen music with an undetermined guest. Uh, but uh, like I said, I have someone in mind for that, but we'll see. Might just be me. Who knows? Uh, but that's it for now. That's your quick catch up on what's been going on uh, in my life and in the life, thus in the life of the occasionalists. Uh, so we will see you next week when we dive into those video games. Later.